0: Hello and welcome to Arkham Horror badly. My name is Peredir and I'm going to be playing Arkham Horror the card game. Just not very well. Hey look, I've got a new title for the podcast and um, some music, Um, but I'm still uh, just sitting at my dining room table with the rain and wind outside with a crummy headset on my mobile phone, so... I promise not to get uh, too professional. Um, yeah, I'm still recording these because I'm, I, I realize that I enjoy recording myself and narrating myself, um, uh, talking about the game I'm playing uh, as a strange person in the kitchen. Um, so I've called uh, the, the channel, for the time being at least, Arkham Horror badly, um, mostly because the first two games I recorded didn't go spectacularly well. Um, you can listen to them uh, yourself if you haven't listened to them. But also I was trying to think of of, uh, some things that I could record myself playing which I would enjoy and might be diverting to to anybody else who happens to be listening to this. So um, like I've now written in the description for this uh, channel, um, my aim currently is to be playing um, fun, strange, suboptimal, bad decks um, just to see what happens. So uh, my last two videos were playing a Chaos deck using the Ultimatum of Chaos uh, randomly generated decks. I enjoyed that. I was inspired by uh, Brownloaf's um, YouTube channel, Dumb Luck. Um But I also was thinking of other things that I could do. So um, in the future, I intend to maybe take uh, one of the uh, investigator starter decks into a horrible scenario and see how long they survive. I've got some ideas for art-based or other kind of quirky, uh, uh, pr- uh, arbitrary uh, thematic decks. For example, uh, a deck based on uh, an investigator purely including cards which have that investigator's picture in the art. Uh, we'll see if that's possible. But in the spirit of that, today I'm going to play, be playing Jenny Barnes. Now, why is that uh, unusual or weird? Well, I've decided to play Jenny Barnes only using level zero neutral cards. So my nickname for this deck is Grey Jenny because all the cards are kind of grey, I suppose. Now, um, why would I do this? Uh, it, I, because it doesn't really make any sense. But um, uh, neutral cards, of course, are um, staples in, in many decks. They're not in of themselves usually powerful. Their power comes from how... Um, uh, how versatile they are and because every investigator so far can take any neutral card but obviously i don't think you would ever by choice just fill your deck with neutral cards because there's almost always a better card for in many cases in your own faction and you only reach out to the neutrals to pad out something or maybe to take advantage of some of the more powerful uh, uh, assets or um, skill cards everybody takes flashlights now and again RD6 six, Unexpected Courage now and again, Perception, and some of these are still staples several years on. So I've created a neutral deck. It's uh, You can see the um, deck list in the description. Um, what can we say about level zero neutral cards? No allies, no accessories. The assets are basically either hand assets or uh, body assets or uh, n- non-specific assets like the um, painkillers and so on. Um, There's a couple of events, and then there's a lot of skill cards. So my deck is kind of half skills, half assets, with a couple of events thrown in. There is a kind of strategy, in theory. uh, So um, why did I choose Jenny? Um, Let's talk about that now, then. So Jenny Barnes, the Dilettante, is a rogue, but who cares? All the cards are neutral. Um, She's got three in all her stats, uh, and she's got the ongoing ability, you collect one additional resource during each upkeep phase. So she gets two resources a turn, at least. Um, so I chose her because she's decent in all her skills. She's not great in anything, but uh, I thought that would shore up any weaknesses in the deck. Well, that's not going to happen, is it? But we'll see. Um, but. Conceptually, I think that what I'm going to be struggling with is consistency in this deck. I'll probably have the wrong cards in the hand at the wrong time um, because I've just not been able to really um, tune this deck to, to to get rid of cards that I wouldn't usually want. I've just had to take almost all the neutral cards that, that could plausibly make any sense in the deck. Um, but she has a really powerful signature asset in principle, which is her twin 45s. And uh, the more money she can get to, when she pays for them, the more bullets they have. So I suppose what I'm going to try and do is start off by having a flashlight in one hand and a weapon, like a knife or a kukri in the other one. Uh, and then once I don't need to collect clues anymore, uh, throw down the uh, 45s, having spent relatively little money up to then. Um, and And trying to take down the ghoul priest and attendant minions. Um, So let's see how it goes. So what scenario am I playing? Well, last uh, two times I played uh, the first scenario in The Innsmouth Conspiracy, The Pit of Despair, and um, I got my ass handed to me. So I've gone back to the beginning. I'm playing The Gathering. But in order to add a tiny bit of spice, I'm playing Return to the Gathering, which is the souped-up version of the um, introductory scenario that came out a couple of years ago in a big box. and so this is, in some ways, the same scenario, but there's quite a lot of difference in the first um, act or two. Um, so if you have not played Return of the, uh, to the Gathering, then I'm going to be spoiling it uh, to a certain extent. I mean, <laughs> I, think, uh, I think by playing this deck, uh, I'm already spoiling it for myself. So I've only played this scenario once. I've played the original Gathering a ton of times, but only played Return to once. And I don't re- entirely remember what every location does or every... Uh, And Counterguard does. So there's an element of um, surprise here for me. All right, let's go. So we're set up. um, I'm going to read some of the introductory text. So you know that uh, Jenny has uh, decided to hold herself up in her house to research the mysterious goings-on in Arkham, where lots of um, brutalized bodies have been found in the forests and surrounding countryside. Um, So agenda 1A, what's going on? is a uh, got three doom threshold and a few hours into your research you hear the sound of strange chanting coming from your parlour down the hall at the same time you hear dirt churning as if something were digging beneath the floor and act 1a is as you leap to investigate the door to your study vanishes before your eyes leaving behind a strange gateway to another part of your house There must be a reason why this is happening. So my objective is I need three clues and I need to be in the guest hall. And the guest hall was not in the original gathering, so this is a new location. So we're set up with the initial opening map of the study, which I'm in. The study, uh, Aberrant Gateway, has got a three shroud, one clue on it. And um, it's got some stuff on it, which I'll read in a minute. Um, and the text says, The door to your study has vanished, leaving its awakened gateway to another part of the house. And there are already three other locations in play. So, in the original um, scenario, we had to stay in this location. We don't know. So, I can exit into the guest hall, which is above it. And then there's a location to the, as, as I've placed it, to the left of the guest hall, which is the bedroom, and to the right of the guest hall, which is the bathroom. Um, none of those are revealed, so it's essentially in a T shape as I've got it set up. All right. Let's um, start dealing out an opening hand and see what kind of uh, garbage I get. All right. Cookery. Good start. Uh, Say your prayers. Bad. Painkillers. Mm. Emergency cash. Okay. And trench coat. All right. I don't need say your prayers at this point. I have included painkillers and some desperate skills in the deck just in case I uh, I, I, I either get... uh, below 4-horror, or I can force myself down to, uh, below 4-horror if, uh, uh, if I if I use painkillers. All right, I'm not keeping the Say Your Prayers. I'm not too bothered about painkillers, so I'll ditch that. Um, I do like the cookery. That's fine for now. Um, and do I want the trench coat? Um, well, okay, I've put backpack in, and my hope was that I could use the backpack to kind of dig out some of the uh, important items. And then once I've done that, played those, then I can replace it with the trench coat. So I think I'll ditch the trench coat for now. Uh, do I keep emergency cash? Um, no. I'll ditch emergency cash. What I'm looking for is something to be able to investigate with, because currently the study has a three sh- uh, shroud, and I've got three intellects. So it's not going very well. Um, all right, so uh, four more cards. We've got flashlight. Excellent. We've got, uh, that's a weakness, we've got uh, desperate search. No good. We've got a knife. Fine. And we've got overpower. All right. So, my opening hand is Kukri, knife, flashlight, desperate search, and uh, overpower well we 're okay if we get attacked the flashlight is certainly useful all right so let 's start shuffling these cards back into the deck All right, so the text on the study is that i can I can spend I can take two actions and draw three cards forced when an enemy attempts to spawn at a location that is not in play put that location into play and spawn that enemy there. So it used to be kind of a a, a niggle or 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 feature of the original scenario that you could kind of hang around in the study and and all sorts of monsters would try and spawn and then just get discarded. Doesn't really happen here, apparently. Okay. So, um, right. So I'm going to first action play Flashlight. That's two resources, and it gets three supplies on it. Second action, I'm going to just try and explore here. It's, sorry, investigate the um, the th- study. So I'm going to spend the flashlight charge. Uh, so it's down to two supplies. And I'm going to investigate. So that reduces the shroud of this location to one. So I'm three on one. Now, to offset the fact that this deck is uh, not optimal and that I'm playing the Return to uh, Gathering, I'm using the easy chaos bag. So we're three on one. That's a plus one unnecessary flashlight usage, but fine. I get that clue. And third action, I'm going to move out into the guest hall. So uh, somehow you've ended up in a completely different part of your house. So this location is uh, not very exciting, but it's got some nice art of uh, of earth and, and, and roots growing out into the corridor, wrapping around the balustrade. It's got one shroud, zero clues. Investigators in this location cannot take draw actions. That's fine. Okay, end of turn. I get two resources because Jenny. And I get a card. Ooh, I drew backpack. All right, that was all right. Um, I mean, as it happens, most of the items that I want <laughs> now in my hand. Uh, well, I was looking for a flashlight, but I can probably maybe play backpack and uh, dig for some stuff to thin out my deck to possibly put another flashlight down in the backpack. Okay, let's see. Um, Alright, so we're putting a Doom on the agenda, that's 1 out of 3, and we're drawing an encounter card, and it is Obscuring Fog. Well, that's pretty much fantastic. This gives the um, Guest Hall plus 2 Shroud, but there's no clues on it, so unless I drop one there, that's not going to be a problem. Alright, well, that was unusually lucky for me. Okay, now, I can't, I, can, I, can, I can't draw cards, but I can play cards, But so I'm... Probably minded to play a weapon before anything bad happens. So I got the knife or the cookery. The knife has the advantage that I can throw it and discard it for damage. The cookery has the advantage that I can spend actions to do additional damage. Um, Alright, let's play the cookery for now. I think probably the knife... It, no, let's change my mind. I'm playing the knife, because then I can throw it as an enemy, and then I can play the cookery. So that's uh, one second action. I'll move into the... Uh, bedroom. There we go. Let's move into the bedroom. A shadow dances across the floor beneath the bedroom door as you approach. So the bedroom looks uh, creepy. Somebody's drawn a pentagram on the on the uh, king size bed. I hate it when that happens. Um, so it's two shroud, one clue. The bed sheets are tattered and strange symbols are drawn on the fabric. Blood pools at the foot of the closet door, and you can hear something chewing inside. I mean, that's just awful. It's got a forced effect after you fail a skill test while investigating discard one card at random from hand. That's bad. So this is really just a place to get clues. So um, there's one clue on it and it's got two shroud. Um, Okay, so I've got one action left. (sighs) I could just go three on two. Or I could use the flashlight to make it zero shroud and almost guarantee it. Um, let's, let's go three on two. I'm i I'm not right at the point where I'm wasting flashlight charges yet. Three on two. That's a minus two, so I, I deserve everything that I get. So that's a fail, and I have to discard a card at random from my hand. Well, I know which card I'd like to lose. Okay, I lost the overpower, which uh, I'm not particularly happy about. Okay, that's the uh, third action, because I played the knife, I moved, and I... Uh, just messed around in the closet. Jenny is pretty freaked out by all this. Uh, she, she, she. This is her house and people are doing nasty stuff in her closet. Okay, my card is Emergency Cash. I get two resources. I'm up to six. Um, and so then it's a second doom on the agenda and I draw an encounter card and it's a Grave Eater. This is a ghoul. After Grave Eater attacks you, I must discard a card at random from my hand and he's two 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 so he jumps on me clearly he was in the closet okay well i could uh, here i could use the knife to attack a couple of times i'd be four on two with a normal attack so i could reasonably likely take two actions to do that or i could use one action to kill it in one go by discarding the knife i think i'll just do two actions and hope that i can pass with my Uh, with both so first action hitting it with the knife stabbing wildly three uh, four on two four on four on two that's a cultist and a cultist is minus one that's fine so that's one damage on the grave eater he reels back i stab again frantically with a knife that's a minus two that that's a dead ghoul all right i've got one action left I'm going to investigate, and because I failed last time, and I don't want to discard more cards, I am going to spend that flashlight charge. I've got one battery left in my flashlight, but now the shroud of here is zero. So let's... Let's not draw the tentacle. That's minus one. Fine. Okay, so I've got that clue, and I'm now on two clues. I need three to advance, and that's my turn. So I draw a card. Uh, It's another cookery. i got two more resources. So... Already, I'm absolutely rolling in money. I've got eight after three turns. Um, okay, so we had the third doom, so we're advancing agenda one. A lapse in time. Your house continues to change before your very eyes. The walls have decayed, and the ground in many rooms has turned to dirt. It's almost as if you have been transported somewhere else entirely, although every now and again you recognize elements of your former home. So this is the horrible one where I either discard one card at random from my hand, or I take two horror. Right? Okay. So uh, uh, I've got two cookeries in hand. I've got a desperate search in hand. I've got a backpack and an emergency cash. Honestly, I think I can handle losing any of those. So I'm just going to do that. Um, If I took two horror, I'd be down to five, and I'd be nearing desperate range. But I think that's it. Bit of a long, bit of a silly thing to do for this early in the scenario. So we're going to discard one of the cookeries. Well, there you go. That was probably the best result. Okay. So the new agenda is uh, rise of the ghouls. The floor beneath you is giving way, and you see a vast network of tunnels twisting into the darkness below. Shapes and silhouettes of strange creatures move swiftly through the tunnels, trying to find a way up. You probably don't want to be here when they do. So it's got a seven doom threshold. Okay, that was the Doom, and I'm drawing a card, and it's Chill from Below. This is one of the new cards, as it were, from the Returns uh, set. Revelation Test Will 3. For each point you fail by, you must discard one card at random from your hand. For each card you cannot discard, take one damage. Well, uh, the worst it could be is, mine is to fail by three, which would be three cards. So I've got four cards in hand, so um, I'm... Not going to take damage, but I've uh, got nothing to boost my will, so I'm just a flat three, three on three. That's a draw. Sh- uh, there's kind of holes in the bottom of the uh, of the of the closet where this ghoul lies twitching, bloodied after I knifed it to death, and I can see the, the the chill rising from the icy caverns below. That's an elder sign. Well, do you know what elder sign is? It's plus one for each resource you have. So I'm plus eight. So that's 11 versus 3. So I think that passes. Um, Thanks, Elder Sign. Okay. Okay, now my turn. I've got three actions. I don't want to be in the bedroom anymore. I want to go to the bathroom, and that's two moves away. So one, two. Um, As you approach the bathroom door, the weight of the putrid, unnatural air causes you to gag. We've all been to those bathrooms. Uh, But the, the, the illustration is not nice at all. It's a, a green, icker-filled bath, overflowing with, with what looks like terrible slime. So it's got a one shroud and one clue on it. Now Even I should be able to get one shroud without wasting a flashlight charge. We never know. And it's got a forced effect after you reveal a, a picture token uh, while investigating the bathroom. All remaining actions. Okay. The guest bathroom looks as though it hasn't been cleaned in years. A viscous green liquid fills the bathtub in the far corner of the room and mould has grown across the walls. I mean, yeah, that's kind of my old house's bathroom, sadly. All right, so we've got one action left. I'm going to try and investigate here. Three on one, no flashlight. Just throw it, pushing her hands into the midst of the green slime. That's a tablet token, which is minus two. So three on one. That's a success. All right. So I've got my three clues. Those are my actions. And um, I'm now uh, ending my turn. So I'm drawing a card. I draw fine clothes. Uh, and I take a resource plus an extra resource. I'm on 10 resources now. And I add a doom. So one doom out of seven. And I draw an encounter card. And it is the Zealot's Seal. Maybe this is painted on the bed on the bathroom Wall, I I sort of wipe away the mold and slime, and I see this horrible um, ancient pictogram. Each investigator with three or fewer cards in hand, I have five, must take one damage and horror. Each investigator with four or more cards in hand tests will two. Each investigator fails must discard two cards at random from his or her hand. Okay, so we're testing will two. I've got nothing to commit to that. So Will too. Oh, that's the tentacle. That's bad. All right, so we discard two cards at random from hand. Let's go. Well, that's the cookery and the emergency cash. That's a shame. So now both my cookeries are gone, um, and I wouldn't have... But the emergency cash I didn't really need. So um, that's that. Uh, The the, the bath was the worst bath Jenny has ever had. All right, so she's got... um, three actions this turn she's going to uh go into the guest sorry the the um guest hall and she's going to advance so she spends three clues Breaking the wall. The layout of your home is vastly different from its usual structure. Somehow your guest hall seems to have looped around on itself and you are stuck with no way to enter the main hallway near the front of the house. You notice that the wall between the guest bedroom and the bathroom is rotted and stained with what appears to be old blood. With no other way to proceed, you have no choice but to bust through the weak, rotted wall. So I put the set-aside hole-in-the-wall location into play, which is adjacent to the bathroom. Uh, I choose myself in the great hall. That I then immediately moves into the hole-in-the-wall. Then I test will for uh, for each point I fail by a Mr. a card at random from my hand. Well, this is not going to go well. So we're will for So plus one, I actually pass. Wow. I like you, Jenny. Um, okay, so uh, I, 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 she, she sees this symbol, uh, this, this pictogram on the wall, and she just starts punching through the bathroom wall, um, obliterating it and finding herself climbing through. So this, the picture on this is great. It's, it's literally just a hole in the wall reaching through into um, the hallway. So it says, forced, after you reveal this location... Sorry, I had to pause there because I'd thrown the cart accidentally across the kitchen. After you reveal this location, put the set-aside attic, cellar, and parlour locations into play. All right, the walls of your house are splattered with mud, and your hardwood floor is gone, replaced with a dirt path. So now we're in Act 2. Jenny's in the hallway, and there's an attic above. There's a cellar below, and there's the parlour to the right, but the parlour is blocked by a mysterious glowing barrier. So I've got three clues that I need to collect and spend at the end of the round in the hallway. So um, this is uh, kind of the normal setup for the beginning, more or less, of the original scenario. But here there's a possibility that the attic and or the cellar is a new location. But it might not be. All right. What was the first action, me moving into the the, the, uh, the guest hall and doing all that movement through the bathroom wall? So I've got two actions left. Um, I mean, I think I probably just move. I'm going to choose the cellar. So I'm going to move down to cellar for second action. The stairs leading down to the cellar are slick and they glisten with a thin layer of ice. Whoops, I slip in it. After you enter the cellar, take one damage. And um, I'm now on seven damage out of eight. Seven health out of eight. Um, And it is the original cellar for those keeping counts. So it's got two clues on it. And it's got a shroud of four. Now that's going to be challenging, but I do have one flashlight charge left. And it's got victory one. Um, Your cellar seems to have been replaced with an underground network of tunnels and caverns. The cold chills you to the bone. I've got one action left. I'm going to try and investigate. So I'm using my final flashlight charge. I'm four on... No, I'm not. I'm three on two. Not great odds, is it? There you go. Minus one. There you go. Success. So I've got one clue. There's one clue left on this location. That's the end of my turn. I draw a card. It's Say Your Prayers. Useless. And I get two resources. I'm now on 12 resources. I'll probably need to spend this on something soon. Maybe I'll play back, back next turn to try and dig for another flashlight. Okay. Um, then I uh, place a Doom. That's two Doom. And I draw an Encounter card. It's a swarm of rats there. Uh, the rats in the cellar. Like an RPG beginner quest. Okay, well we're just gonna try and step on the rats. I think we're gonna use the knife. That's four on one first action. That's zero dead rats. So um, the sec- two, next two actions are: I need to get this clue. I mean, I don't need to. I, there might be more in the in the in the loft. But um, let's play backpack for for. For the second one, for the second action, costs me two. So backpack. Uh, after backpack enters play, search the top six cards of your deck for up to three non-weakness item or supply cards, and then place them. So I may draw absolute butt kiss here. So we're gonna draw six. So we've got painkillers, perception, trench coat, unexpected courage, manual dexterity, and a weakness. So. There's two items there, which are the painkillers and the trench coat and nothing else. So I'll obviously take those and put them on backpack. Why not? Um, And then I will uh, shuffle the deck back. So as Jenny scares away the rats that are crawling around the cellar, um, she sees her old backpack, which carries her favorite old trench coat from her university days before she dropped out, and uh, some of the suspicious drugs that were there as well. Um, now, do I have an action left? I do. Um, I'm, so I've got the painkillers and the trench coat here. What I would like to do is to play the t- painkillers and then later play the trench coat, which will replace the backpack because they're both body slots. I'm just not sure if, if I'm, I can be bothered to play the painkillers. Um, I'm not in a particularly... Uh, bad situation at the moment, so I could just spend the three for the trench coat and put it into play um, or I could just investigate, but what I really need is the um, is something better to investigate with because I'm never going to investigate three on four very well. Um, let's leave the backpack for now and let's draw for my final action. It's an unexpected courage. Okay, that's fine. I can use it next turn. Alright, so then a uh, that's my three actions, I will uh, draw and I draw perception even better. Um, I will get two clues—not two clues, two resources—and then we're putting another doom on, and we are drawing in an cut Guard. rotting remains. Test will free for each point you fail by, take one horror. Do I have anything I can commit to this? I could commit unexpected courage, but I'm not that concerned. Um, Three on three. That's a zero. The rotting remains of some old uh, body that's near the uh, backpack does not concern me. Okay. So um, I'm going to investigate for my first action. I'm going to pitch in perception, which puts me five on uh, four. I'm also going to pitch in... Unexpected courage. Um, So I'm seven on four. That's a zero. All right. Um, So I pass. I get the clue. And because of uh, perception, I draw a card. It's a manual dexterity. So that's a, a victory point if if I survive. Um, I will uh, use my second action. Hmm. Um, what are we going to do? Are we going to play the trench coat? Let's play the trench coat now. Let's just do that. So three, play the trench coat. It replaces the backpack. So uh, uh, unless I'm mistaken, the backpack and the painkillers just go away. Um, and she wears it. So, so the trench coat gives her two health soak, which is useful. And I gain plus one uh, agility for evasion, which is nice. And the back the, the the trench coat art is just really nice. I like it a lot. Okay, so fully kitted up. Well, partly kitted up. Jenny Barnes uh, still hasn't found her guns. That's a shame. Um, so she's got a trench coat so those were two actions and she's going to then uh, go up the stairs back into the hallway to end her turn so we draw a card it's guts and we gain two resources and it's another doom so now there are four doom out of seven on the agenda and we draw the encounter card ooh flesh eater now this is uh, not nice He's uh, going to spawn in the attic. He's four strength, one agility, and four health. Now, he is tough, and I'm going to have to go there to get him, aren't I? All right. Okay. So, uh, is there anything I can do beforehand to tool myself up? Not really. Um, It's going to be a bit of a tough ask for me to kill him, actually. So I may have to evade him and um, deal with him later. All right, we're going to move in. First action. So... The attic, the smell of rotten meat assaults your nostrils as you go up the stairs. Ah, After you enter the attic, take one horror. There's just meat hanging everywhere. Jenny's house really needs a deep clean. The bloody carcass of a malformed beast swings from the meat hook chain to the ceiling. Blood drains slowly from the carcass, dripping into a small barrel. Well, it's a little bit of a shame that I've got the original locations for both the... um, uh, attic and the cellar I was quite looking forward to, to visiting one of the alternative locations but never mind um, ok we've got two clues there shroud one um, so I've got the uh, flesh eater on me so one action to move there do I evade him I think I do I, I uh, let's, let's just work it out um, I'll be four on four to attack him I'd need to do that four times to kill him or I could discard the knife and do two damage in one, five on four. It's still probably not worth it. So I'm going to invade second action. I'm going to commit manual dexterity. So my trench coat makes me four. Manual dexterity makes me six. It's one. I'm doing manual dexterity mostly to draw. So that I can try and dig for that, uh, for that gun. Okay, and it's a skull. The skull is minus uh, one because there's one ghoul at line location that easily passes. The um, ghoul eater is evaded. I'll uh, discard the dexterity and draw a card. I have drawn Jenny's twin 45s. Excellent. Okay. Uh, My final action I'm going to try and investigate here. So um, I do not have anything to commit in hand, but... I'm three on one, and that should be sufficient. If I fail, I'll just have to evade and investigate again next time. Um, So that's a plus one. All right. So we've got this clue. Um, So we've got the three clues that we need. Yep. So what we're going to do now is we're going to end the turn. So at the end, in the upkeep phase, the Flesh Heater re-engages me. Um, I gain a card, and it's another knife. Fair enough. Um, I get another resource, two resources, so I'm on lots. We'll find out exactly how much in a minute. Um, and now I place another Doom, and I draw a card Ancient Evils. So now I want to for six. There's six Doom out of seven, so next time the Doom's going to advance, which is pretty bad timing, given that I'm a- probably going to advance the act at the end of this turn. So um, my first action is to try and evade the. Um, the, the, the flesh eater he's 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 stalking me around the attic i'm trying to hide behind all these barrels of, of gore um i will i don't need to commit anything do i really i'm four on three to evade him that's minus one it's evaded second action i'll move down to the uh, hallway now, what I want to then do is play Jenny's Twin 45. So that's a two handed item, so my knife and my uh, flashlight, my empty flashlight are discarded. So, Jenny's Twin 45s. Jenny Barnes deck only uses X ammo, so the cost of this asset is X. So I'm going to put 12 bullets on it. There you go, its cost is 12, leaves me with one resource left at the moment. Um, and I can spend one ammo and get plus two for the attack, and it deals plus one damage. That should be tasty. Um, and then uh, the end of the turn, so at the end of the round, so let's do all the round stuff first. So upkeep the ghoul readies, and he's puzzled where I am in the attic. He hasn't seen me running downstairs, cocking my uh, guns. Um, I draw a card. It's an overpower. That's nice. I get two more resources. I'm up to three resources. And now at the end of the round, we advance. So using the barrel from the attic, you carry ice and snow from the cellar and hurl it at the barrier. The barrier sparks and shudders as it consumes the ice and then fades out of existence. So I reveal the parlour. I put the set-aside leader chantler into play in the parlour, and I put the ghoul priest in the hallway. Okay, so the ghoul priest is on me, on Jenny, in the in the hallway. Um, uh, she's got her guns loaded. She's got her trench coat on. Lisa Chandler is being annoying in the parlour. So, uh, unfortunately, what happens is that the agenda now advances. This is bad timing, isn't it? Okay, so a uh, feral beast, roughly humanoid with a canine cast and hooves for feeds, tears through the ground in front of you. Below the floor you can see vast tunnels. Below the house, fiendish howling echoes from deep within the underground caverns. So I shuffled the encounter discard pile into the deck and then I uh, need to uh, engage uh, the first enemy that appears from the top of the deck. Okay, so um, we're going to reveal cards. So that's not a ghoul. That's not a ghoul. Uh, it's a Grave Eater. So this is one of the ones I killed first. So two, two, two. Um, he, if he attacks me, I'll discard a card. So he jumps on me. So we're now at the uh, beginning of. We just revealed. We just placed a doom. So now I have to draw another encounter card. So this could be bad. It's Rotting Remains. All right. um, I'm going to commit to guts, just that I don't take excessive horror. So we're. Um, Five. She's five on three. Uh, That's the tablet. Um, If there is a ghoul enemy at your location, you take one damage. So she passes, but she takes damage. We'll put the damage on the trench coat. The ghoul gnashes at the leather, ripping her sleeve. Jenny's angry. She likes this trench coat. Guts trigger, so she draws a card. It's unexpected courage. That's fantastic. Okay, so... Just a quick check. We've got uh, Jenny's twin forty fives in play with twelve ammo on trench coat, which has got one uh, health uh, soak left on it. Um, Jenny's in the hallway, engaged with the ghoul priest and the grave eater. Now, I don't really see an easy way for me to get Lita without. Uh, well, I mean, the, the way I would do it is probably evade these two guys, run into the parlor, and then try and get Lita start next turn. Um, so there's that option if I want the, uh, want the Lita ending. Or maybe I just, I just shoot the Ghoul Priest in the head. I'm going to try and do that. So we're just going to empty the 45s into the Ghoul Priest. Um, I'll just read the Act 3A. Um, A woman with a torch stands in your parlour, a glimmer of hatred in her eyes. What have you done to my barrier? She screams, furious from the West Country. Before you can answer, a ghastly wail sounds behind you, and a creature wearing robes and a deer skull mask tears through the wall, advancing towards you. So the ghoul priest is, uh, of course, four strength, four evade, five health. He's a hunter, and he retaliates, and he gives me victory too. So it's the retaliation that's a bit worrying. But I'm in a really good place for, for, for damage and horror. I've taken no horror. And I've got 7 health and 1 on the trench coat remaining. So we're going to attack. We're going to commit an overpower for the first one. Um, So we're on... Uh, so that she's normally 3. The um, gun gives her uh 2. So she's 5. Overpower gives her 7. So she's 7 on 4. Plus one, so that's two damage on the Ghoul Priest. Um, second attack, she... Oh, I, I draw a card for that. Okay, it is her weakness, searching for Izzy. I attach it to the location furthest from you. It's going to go in the cellar, let's say. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter, they're all equidistant. Um Actually, I, I kind of removed all the earlier locations from play, although they probably are still there. So let's put it uh, in the in the study if the study's still in play. So I'm never going to get this right. So so uh, Jenny has suddenly remembered her missing sister, uh, and it's too late to do anything about it. So um, she's going to have a horrible uh, memory of that forever now. Um, okay, so that was the draw from the overpower. It's bound to happen at some point. Second action, we go again. I don't have any more powers in my hand. I do have an unexpected courage, so let's pitch that. So we are uh, now firing a second shot, second action. Uh, now we're still seven on four. Minus two, that's enough to do two more damage. So the Ghoul Priest is on four damage, one health left. It's hanging on by a thread. Um, I'm going to do a final shot. Aiming right between its eyes. I'll commit knife from my hand. So I'm on six to four. And... It's the tablet. And I take a damage. But it doesn't matter. The ghoul priest is gone. uh, His body rips through my trench coat in the final moments. And it falls in tatters on the floor. But the ghoul priest is dead. Resolution... Well, which one are we going to do? So, uh, the robed creature falls, the fiendish swarm burrows back into the ground, but the stranger in your parlour doesn't seem relieved. You broke my seal that was set to trap the ghouls within. Now we must take more direct measures and burn this helpit to the ground. Well, I can burn the house down, or this helpit is my home. Well, I think that uh, Jenny has other houses elsewhere. I think she's got pads all over the place. I think this. I think she doesn't like having houses that have baths full of green slime or that have dead bodies in the uh, bedroom closets. So I think she's going to burn down the house. Resolution 1. Well, that was a lot of fun. And uh, as I changed the title of this channel to Arkham Horror Badly, that deck actually did pretty damn well. Um, I ended up with... I put the final damage that the tablet token cost me on the trench coat, so technically that discarded, but the only damage Jenny had taken was one point of health damage and no horror. She had absolutely tons of ammo left in her gun. She could have fired for days. I could have got Lita probably, but... Um, it was just more more efficient, and I think that Jenny, once she's got her enemy in her eyes, and once she's got her guns cocked, she's gonna gonna fire and fire until only one of them is left standing. Um, how did that go? Let's do a quick debrief. I think that, that the the main problems were having desperate cards in my hand. I think if I if it's if I could, I would take the desperate cards out probably. Um, but there's a possibility that if the scenario were doing more damage and more horror to me, that they would be really quite crucial. Um, I think that the, um, the, the, the kind of cards that really worked, I like the trench coat. I don't think it really did that much for me, but um, it is nice to have in play. I've never played it before. It's, it's good for evasion. Um, just the skill cards, man. The skill cards are still worth putting in decks, uh, broadly speaking. Um, unexpected Courage is so useful. Um, flashlight. I mean, again, flashlight is that card that was there from the very start, and it's just so good for for for, for investigating. Cookery. Um, I kind of wanted to get cookery into play because I don't think many people play with cookery, but um, the possibility of if you attack with the first action of your turn and then spending the whole of your turn doing three damage is not bad. In, in, in if you're struggling for cards, um, so I would have been happy to get that into play. Um, but yeah, I had the knife in play. Knife gave me strength four. That's that's fine for most enemies. Um, obviously, the chaos bag is really gentle for this scenario in easy. There's nothing worse than minus two unless you happen to have a bunch of ghouls in your location. Um, and so, as long as you can get two over, then you're probably fine. Um, but uh, it, it, you know, it's still possible to fail. And I was worried that if I put standard, uh, use a standard chaos bag, that I just wouldn't be able to pass things. As it happened. I was kind of – I was I was a couple of points above the, 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 the chaos token every time I pulled it in, in – in, well, every time, a lot of the times. The scenario, I think the return to The Gathering is a way better scenario than the original one. Obviously, the original one is just a tutorial, essentially. Um, this adds some complexity, some uncertainty. Um, the, the enemies are more meaty. Um, that, uh, but, I mean, the original uh, ghouls that come in the um, – Gathering and counter set is still scary. You know, four health, four strength. That's not to be sniffed at. But um, this, the, 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 the focus of this scenario now seems to be on discarding cards. And that was a bit uh, annoying, actually, because although I often discarded cards that I didn't want, I also discarded cards that I did want. So, does this deck work? Well, yeah, kind of. I think that... It, 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 Je- Jenny was a good choice for resources and for the uh, consistency of her skills. I think um, it, it worked. It, you know, she, she she could handle most things. Mythos didn't really bother her that much. Um, it was good to be able to evade stuff. I think it would be nice to have more ways of investigating. You're basically stuck with two perceptions and two flashlights. Uh, and in this in this scenario, many of the locations are quite low shroud But if I went to a worse, uh, you know, a tougher scenario, it would be harder. Um, to go from here? I'm not sure. It's possible that I might um, upgrade her deck a bit, um, adding some some experience. How much experience would I get? Um, I would get one for the cellar. I didn't get the uh, one for the attic because there's one clue left on it, but I did kill the ghoul priest. So that's three. And then I get extra two for the uh, for, for my whatever it is looking into the mythos um so it's a total of five but um the uh searching for izzy uh signature weakness was in play at the end of the game so she takes one mental trauma plus she burnt down a house that's two mental traumas so she's going into the next scenario in principle with just five health and actually that makes the Desperate Skills better, right? It makes it more likely that she'll have to depend on the Desperate Skills, um, but it does mean that um, she's going to be more likely to be horrified to death. So, yeah. Well, thank you for listening. I'm, I, I'm, I'm glad that I finally played this Grey Jenny deck that's been in my head for a year or two, um, and um, it worked uh, surprisingly well, um, and um, sort of Arkham Horror not quite as badly as I thought it would go. All right. Well... Thank you for um, listening, and um, I hope you'll join me next time when I play Arkham Horror badly. Bye-bye.